Post 121, Online Dating Neanderthals. Now that I am walking again, albeit slowly and painfully, and not looking like the resident of a bell tower anymore, I figured that I should get back into the dating world. I look great, feel great, and I'm truly in a really good place. I wanted to date because I felt ready to find a good male companion and enjoy a healthy relationship. I don't need saving, I don't need an ego boost, and my crazy depressive divorce days are long behind me. When better to date? I was going to be very discriminating during this round of online dating. Rather than go out with anyone who didn't seem like a serial killer, I was going to adhere to higher standards and wrote my online profile carefully to reflect the kind of man that I was seeking and hopefully scare off the ones who didn't fit into my criterion. I wrote, quote, Please message me if you are confident and do not misrepresent yourself or intentions. You are a classy, dignified gentleman. Translation, you treat women with respect because you genuinely like and appreciate them. You are an honest, handsome, strong, positive, and educated man with integrity. You have a career that you enjoy, complemented by a satisfying life, and are genuinely looking to share your happiness with another. Unquote. Then I created a new category to create a weed-out inventory. I wrote, quote, Please do not message me if, one, you are only looking to get laid, pay for a hooker if that's your thing, two, you are married or in some kind of open relationship, three, you still behave like a frat boy in his 20s, yet are in fact a middle-aged man, four, you have been compelled for any reason to take a picture of yourself shirtless in a bathroom and post it here, five, you are an addict and or alcoholic, six, you are an insecure, angry, and or bitter human being. 7. You do not post a picture or your picture is completely inaccurate. And finally, 8. You are consumed with the residual fallout from your last relationship and breakup. Unquote. Sounds like I covered everything, right? And yet, I was getting messages from men who had no business contacting me as they were not even in the ballpark for what I had clearly stated that I was looking for. It seemed beyond bleak, as most messages were from creepy men who I wouldn't allow to fix my toilet, let alone devote any valuable one-on-one -on -one time to. Here's one example of the charmers that messaged me via the online dating site. Quote, Good evening, how are you tonight? To be brutally honest, I have a foot fetish, and I enjoy giving deep tissue foot massages. I was wondering if you would be okay with me massaging your feet and kissing them whenever you want. What do you think? I'm Bill, by the way. Unquote. <laughs> Ew. Really? Does he also like to chain women up in his basement and torture them while he's dressed like a clown? Well, guess I should respect his honesty, which is a very rare commodity in the online dating world. From the onslaught of weirdo messages I was receiving, I suspected that I would likely never date again, and was becoming truly afraid of the male gender. The quality of available men was so disturbingly substandard that I could feel the strength of my xenophobia being reinforced with actual evidence. It was like the age-appropriate pool of single men were the result of some sadistic series of medical experiments gone horribly wrong. I was scared! But then I noticed an old acquaintance of mine had viewed my profile. I'd casually known this guy while growing up. 
He always struck me as a decent, yet arrogant guy, but what's a little arrogance? Better than a foot fetish. Anyway, maybe he was just confident and I misconstrued his bravado. It was 20 years ago. And his current online dating profile looked sane enough, even earnest. Besides, I remembered that he always had a good sense of humor. That's something. Who cares if I never found him very attractive? Why be so shallow? I sent him a message to say hello and hope that he was well. He enthusiastically responded right away and asked if I wanted to get together that same evening. I declined, but thinking that I should probably be open, decided to see him a couple of days later. At the very least, we would catch up and have a good laugh, which is exactly how I framed my intentions to him. He had made some flirtatious comments in earlier correspondence that I ignored, thinking that he would get the message that I was not interested in that type of banter. Saturday came, the day to see my old friend. I texted him midday to solidify the details of our meeting. When he inquired about my schedule that day, I informed him that I had a spa appointment in the afternoon, but could see him any time after that. Here's the exact quote of the text that I received in response. Quote, you get the Brazilian I come over to inspect? It's shitty and raining. Let's drink. I will bring some wine and a doobie and catch up with you. We can watch a movie. You're injured, so I'm trying to make it easy. <laughs> Unquote. Excuse me? This character was inviting himself over to my apartment to get drunk and stoned? Is this Yahoo fucking kidding me? And why is he referencing my vagina? What is my vagina his business? Talk about crude and crass. What is this, a Jerry Springer date? I'm so insulted. I did clearly state during an earlier exchange that I do not do drugs. Haven't for years. I get once in a while at a cottage or something smoking a joint perhaps, but there is nothing more pathetic than watching a middle-aged man smoke pot as his main hobby. And, and what is this wine that Mr. Big Time is going to spring for? Red or white? He never asked which one I prefer or inquired as to what alcoholic beverage I did enjoy. Why doesn't this guy just travel with some sodium pentothal to avoid any unpleasant and needless conversation and or protest to his certain sexual advances? What an asshole. I texted back that my son was home, I lied, but that there was no need to stay in on my account as my foot is fine to go out. <laughs> This guy responded to my suggestion of going out with a text that only stated his home address. Like, I'm going to jump with my recovering foot into a cab, pay for said cab, and deliver myself over to his house like a fucking pizza? He wasn't even going to pick me up? Not that I was going anywhere with him anyway, let alone to his house, to be sexually molested, thank you very much. Mr. Wonderschlong needs a reality check. Does this approach actually work with women? Good lord. I was so offended and disgusted. I hadn't been flirtatious with him in any way to warrant such bizarre sexual overtones. Naturally, I declined his tempting offer. Ugh, what a vile representative of the male species. The next day, Sunday, I agreed to an invitation from another online suitor who seemed harmless. He was middle-aged, Jewish, employed, and not offensive-looking. 
no looker, but if a man is smart, funny, mature, and has a good heart, then looks aren't the most important thing. Besides, he asked me to a film screening in public, so he wasn't trying to lure me to his lair to drug me for sex. At least he had the wherewithal to make proper plans. I had to erase the previous day's offensive energy from my realm and have a positive experience with a man. I met my film date at a coffee shop near my apartment where we would meet and then subway down to the screening together. As he approached, my thoughts were, I don't find him attractive, but I will give it a chance. Maybe he'll be grateful to be with an attractive woman and treat me well. I smiled and greeted him. Forget about complimenting me on how nice I looked. This guy told me that since he was supplying the film tickets, which he got for free from his friend, that I could buy the coffees. Maybe he was trying to be funny? It was at that moment that this little man took off his sunglasses to reveal that he had a serious cross-eyed affliction. He looked like Columbo. I couldn't tell where he was looking. Not his fault, of course. And perhaps he would have a wonderful personality that would make me think his crossed eyes were cute, I thought. Well, now I just felt bad for him and paid for the coffees. However, my pity rapidly depleted as we walked towards the subway where he kept walking fast, requiring me to repeatedly request that he slow down due to my foot injury. This guy had zero listening skills. Upon arrival at the subway, I also had the pleasure of buying myself a $3 token to travel on the public transit system. The duration of the subway ride and waiting in the movie line consisted of this boring little Columbo clone talking endlessly about himself and all of the women that he had been meeting through the online dating site. I could barely get a word in. I tried to talk, but he would literally interrupt and talk over me. I was so annoyed. I wanted to step on him and squash the little bugger. Yes, he was harmless, but also inconsiderate and rude. I escaped quickly after the film, wondering what the hell I was doing with this guy and all the other online men. I keep getting the same disastrous results with online dating, yet I keep trying it. Why? <laughs> I guess because I don't like hanging out in bars anymore, and I'm trying to make an effort to meet men. But this online dating thing seems to be a forum where all of these loser men are getting far too much attention from women who would unlikely give them the time of day in real life. I am done. There's a major problem here. Either women are accepting so little from men that they have become desensitized to the dangerously low standard of grown men behaving like frat boys and or the vast majority of men on these dating sites are simply repulsive. I came home and logged onto the dating site with the sole purpose of deleting my profile only to find that Columbo had already sent me a message. Evidently, Columbo had a great time on his free date and wanted to get together to continue our chats over a drink. A drink. Do I get to pay for that too? And why, if this man is interested in seeing me again, is he not asking me out for a proper dinner date? Do men not take women out for a meal anymore? Is the restaurant industry facing a crisis? And what about the prostitution trade? Hookers must be facing a serious recession with all these women putting out for free. The floral market is likely in big trouble too. 
I picture the entire unsuspecting Dutch population in Holland overrun by a jungle of tulips because the cheap bastards around the world aren't buying any for their dates anymore. No wonder the economy is in such a poor state. Forget about the mortgage and lending debacle. These online dating sites are the real culprits responsible for the collapse of the global economy. I deleted my profile and will continue my simple little life of good night sleeps, time with my son, laughing with my lovely female friends, and exercise. If my options are being single and celibate, or spending time with these egomaniacal Neanderthals, then I choose singledom. No contest. For all you out there who are online dating, can I make a suggestion? Keep a piece of raw meat in your purse to throw at a man who decides to behave like a beast. If they want raw meat, give it to them.